Greetings and salutations and welcome back to another edition of Something with Tim. I am Tim. This is something and this is episode 84. 84. I had a teacher that used to say, as a math teacher, no less. Forget his name. Oh man, it's escaping me. He would ever say, he would always say four. Four. Like, why is. Anyway, hello to episode 84. Episode 84, 1984. What is that great Van Halen album? I don't know. Am I a big Van Halen guy? I have a couple of their tunes. I wouldn't call myself a diehard. I do respect the diehards, though, of any band. Anyway, hello and welcome to the Pod of Thunder. In studio is Duke. In studio is uh, Molly's in the background in the doorway. And somewhere in the house, the uh, the little one's l- lurking. Is she still the little one? I guess I would refer to Lorelai as the little one, right? God, she's getting too big. She's getting too big, man. She's growing up and she's getting a personality. And she's just, you know, it's it's great being a dad. I love being a dad. Greatest job in the world. I remember I said that once and... Um, I said it to a gentleman once. I think, uh, I don't know where. I talked to everybody anyway. I said to a gentleman, greatest job in the world. And he had said back to me, man, I wish I paid some more. And I'm thinking, wow, there's a douchebag, dad. I wish I paid some more. You don't get paid to do it. That means you want to get paid to be a dad? That's why I always agreed with that saying. After I became a dad. Anyone can be a dad. Wait, wait, how does it go? <laughs> really left an impact on me. Anybody can be a father, but not everyone can be a dad or something like that. I don't know. But as you can see, it stood with me, and it's obviously something I live by. <laughs> it is election day here. Hope you guys got out and voted. Hope you guys uh, exercise your right. Um, oh God! I mean, really, what what's going on in the world? I'm just I'm just happy to be alive, and to wake up each each day. I can't think about the goings on beyond my front window. There's too much shit going on within my zip code. Then I I, I can't deal with outside noise anymore. You know what I mean? It's just like, man, you know, I know there's a lot of stuff going on, like, you know, you got your supply chain issues, you got this, you got that, you got da-da-da-da-da, this one's getting insulted, this guy's person, you know, I still gotta wear a mask, why am I wearing a mask? I know that's all going on, okay? I get it. But if you take a chance to sit back and just worry about the stuff going on in your inner circle, you'll be a lot happier, is all I'm trying to say. And that's where we're going to start off this podcast. Ah. All right. I'm going to have to just change my shirt for a second. I have, I don't know what's going on here with uh, with my shirt. And it's not like a normal tick. I don't see what the material is. It's like something's grabbing onto my nip, my left nipple. Something on the shirt, all the material is catching on something. Maybe it's my piercing. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't imagine. I can't imagine that that pain. Like I can't imagine. I'm sure it's 
it over time, obviously, you get used to it. But that initial piercing of the nipple, oh my, oh my word. Or the um, piercing of like the, uh, anything down below the belt for anybody, either of us. Um, oh God, uh, that's, that's me. Yeah, no way. Like a Prince Albert or, you know, a clitoral piercing. Is that a word? Clitoral? Probably. C-L-I-T-O-R-A-L. Clitoral. Um. <laughs> yes, my daughter is walking around somewhere. Um, but, you know, I'm educating. We're talking about, uh, you know, body parts and proper spelling. That she could be hearing a lot worse if I was a shitty dad. But here I am, spelling words about her body. Respecting the female form. As it should be. There are often times, no. <laughs> um, but God, the scrotal, oh, scrotal piercing. I just can't imagine the initial pain. I don't want to. I, I don't get it. God bless him. God bless him. And this is jarring also. I've learned recently, I'm not going to say who it was, but I um, I just recently found out somebody I know had nipple piercings, and I was like, really, dude? I don't, uh, hmm, I didn't see that one coming. Really, uh, wow. Didn't see that one coming. That just takes nerve, you know? I got my ear pierced a couple of times, and um, that, I don't remember that hurting a whole lot, but I mean, I got tattoos, so... I don't know, you know, I'm just, my nipples, I don't know what's with the shirt. It's like, every so often, if I move the shirt a certain way, the material slides across it, catches something, and just like, pinches, I don't know, it's just uncomfortable. It's the shirt. It's gotta be the shirt. <sighs> Anyhow, we get out and vote today. I voted. I had a great experience. You know, not often does the right to vote pay off for you. But there's a candidate down here. In Virginia Beach, actually in this district. Uh, He's a delegate in this district. He's a hometown boy. A local lawyer. Running for the uh, delegate uh, down here. And his name's Tim Anderson. Love the name. Couldn't be a whiter name. The man couldn't be a whiter gentleman. Um, I mean, he's just uh, a great guy. Great guy in what he stands for. He's a great American. And he was at my polling place. When I went there today, and I got a picture and everything, and I shook his hand. I said, man, this is great. You know, it was a pleasure to meet you. I've been following you. I believe in the things you say. Um, you know, I wear a Tim Anderson campaign button. You know, so it's just, uh, do they still have those? I, I used to love a solid button uh, back in the day when I was a kid and a teenager. I thought, that, I thought, because back in the 80s and 90s, buttons were kind of like flare. That was a fucking thing, man. You know, I would love, I used to love buttons. I had a huge button uh, that would say, um, yes, I am a model. Oh, man, I missed that thing. I wish I could find that. I would love to know where that is. I have to go ask the folks if they can, maybe it's somewhere up there. Yes, I am a model. But I used to have pins, buttons, um, you know, I don't know. But I, I would have worn a Tim Anderson campaign button. Shook his hand. You know, thank them for what he's doing, and I'm, I wish them a lot of luck. So I'll be checking in. The polling numbers should be coming out soon, and I'll be definitely, uh, definitely interested to see what old Tim Anderson, um, 
if he if he if he pulls it off, he's going against a woman. Nancy Guy. Uh, or is it Gee? I don't know. I don't care for her. Um but I love Tim Anderson. And no unapologetic use of the name Tim. No one really uses Timothy, which I think is weird. Yeah, Timothy's a beautiful name. I love saying uh my name. Timothy Monahan. That's me. Over here. Oh, you're Timothy? Yes, I am. Do you go by Tim or Timothy or... And I'll, I always think about it. Because I'm like, well, how do I want to be known for the rest of my time with this person in my universe? And uh, I always say Tim. I don't go anywhere else. I'm going to start saying Timothy. And just maybe to hear that name might be different as I get older. You know? It's a little more regal. Timothy. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I think I'm gonna, I think a little sea change is needed uh, in my life when it comes to my first name. You know, Tim has been what I've gone by most of my life. Timmy, no one called, well, I shouldn't say that. Mm. H2O, folks. Man, ice cold H2O out of my refrigerator. Put the filter inside, comes out clean. I'm very blessed to have clean water. You know what's going on over there in... Uh, in um, Flint. Is that still going on? Some shit's going down in Michigan. Don't say anything about that. But I digress. Let me get back to where I was. Much more important. I am going to start going by Timothy. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Monahan, Timothy Monahan, That's me. How you doing? Do you go by Tim? Uh, Timothy. Okay. How are you doing today, Timothy? I'm great. Really good. Fantastico. That's what I'm going to do. Timothy Monaghan. I like it. Timothy. I'm going to start doing that. What do you think? What do you say? I'm going to just, you know, I mean, there's Timothy Oliphant. That's a famous Timothy. Timothy Dalton was an actor. I think, but otherwise, it's like Tim. But Timmy, I, I, Timmy, I'm trying to think of call. Eileen has never called me Timmy. The Queen has never in our time, or Timothy, I think it's always been Tim, or Dickhead, but Tim mostly. But not anymore, I'm Timothy going forward. New name change. Some people change their names to get rid of it, they shorten it, they don't like it. I'm doing my name change because it's time, I'm older, I'm not Tim anymore. I'm more, I'm more grown up. My name has gotten longer, as has the length of my teeth. The long in the tooth. Is it long in the tooth or long in the nail when, when you've been around and you're wise? God. Stumbling today. Oh, that guy's all, he's long in the tooth. Is that a saying? I feel like I've said that many times. The one saying that I say a lot that I fucking love. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Love that expression. I love saying it. I love throwing it at somebody. Bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Oh, man. The best part about it being uh, um, November 2nd and being Election Day, you know, that means we are, we are in fall. Full swing. We're past, we're past Halloween. Early fall is gone. The summer's way gone. Now we're into autumn. Wait, is this it? Autumn. Yes. Or is that spring? I am fucking up today. I'm just going to say fall because I like the word fall. 
And we are right in the middle of it. We're in the swing of things. And it's still kind of warm out there, man. Still, again, still hovering around 65, 70. And I'm always waiting it, waiting for it to be like, oh, man, we'll get there eventually. This Could this be, you know, everyone's always like, global warming. I'm like, I don't think it's global warming. I think it is climate change. Uh, I think it was global warming before, and I think... This is definitely the global warming has changed to has changed the climate completely. Because hot dog, there's just I mean it is so warm out for even for us here in uh, here in the great state of Virginia. We're in the Mid Atlantic region, so we get like we don't get heat of the south or you know cold of the north. We get a hybrid of both sometimes in the same day. It's fantastic. But just lately, uh, the summer was hot as shit. The summer started earlier, and the summer's lasting longer. So it's staying warmer longer. So I think they warned you about, I think back in, uh, back in the late 80s when I used to get my weekly reader. <laughs> Shout out weekly reader, and anyone who remembers the weekly reader. And they would say, hey man, if you don't stop doing this... You know, something bad's going to happen. It could, could change it. That's when um, spray bottles were causing a rip in the ozone layer. That was that climate disaster back in the late 80s. Don't, don't spray that near me. You're going to put a hole in the ozone layer, letting a lot of sun in, killing us all. That was the 80s and early 90s. Now... That time they spoke about were like, hey, you know, it's not going to be getting cold anymore. Ice caps are going to start melting. That's here. Like, that's, the, you know, in the 80s, that's, that's fucking 40 years from now. I'll be 42. Who cares? You know, come on. I'm here and I kind of care a bit, you know. Ah, Jesus Christ, my poor daughter. Oh, man. But it is here. It is a hot mess. And, it, you know, it, it bothers me because I, I dig fall fashion. I definitely like the hoodie. I love the flannel. I love a solid, you know, wool hat or something that goes on, the, you know, some kind of dome piece relatable to the season. Summer's like, ah, you know, I'm kind of pale. I don't like the heat. I sweat when I'm cold. So, you know, I, I don't want the, I like the fall bunts. It's here, man. It is here and now. Everything we're talking like going forward, we really think like it's coming soon. I mean, look about it. It's 2022. Or 2021 going into 2022. It's a crazy year. If you would I mean, when I was back in like grade school, like Lorelei's age, back in 1986, <laughs> when I was a real happening dude, 1986 was a good year. Real good year. The Mets won the World Series. The Giants won the Super Bowl. What else went on in 86? The, uh, oh, my uncle died. My dad's brother. Not a good year. Not a good year. Man. Uh, but I thought, you know, back then, when you were thinking of the 2020s, you were like, hey, man, flying cars. And, uh, you know, but I don't care about the flying cars. If you would have told... Me, seven, eight-year-old me, watching Knight Rider. <clears throat> As Michael Knight communicated with his vehicle by talking into his watch. 
that in when when you're a big boy and you're all grown up, you're going to be able to have a watch that you talk into and communicate with people. And they communicate back. I would have been like, what? Oh, for real? I can't wait to be an adult. It's gonna be it's gonna be the bee's knees. I was a real groovy kid. <laughs> but I mean, you know, where the uh, the the bad part, the shit they warned you about, you know, when you grew up that this could happen if you didn't take care of things. But you can't put that on us. You can't put that we're it's a collective. You know, but I'm sure somewhere I dispense something or use something I shouldn't have to at least kind of help out with the climate, uh, with the climate change. I've driven cars. You know, I'm guilty as anybody else. And that's just, that's just the way it is. Man, I'll tell you one thing, Duke in studio, he has, uh, he's not allowed in studio. There's a, there's a new house rule. Duke is not allowed in this room at all. We have a bed in the studio. He has ripped, uh, you know, several blankets on there. He lays on here. And, you know, dogs are really gross animals at times or all the time in this house. Uh, and, like, if you go in there to lay, like, if you have to go in there in the middle of the night because you get kicked out of your own bed because, you know, Lorelai jumps in there and she's all on knees. And you come in this bed, you fall right into it. There's, like, dog crumbs. It's, like, just, I don't know. Things off his body on the bed. It's gross. So Duke is not allowed in here. And um, he's acting up. I'm like, bro. Bro. I mean, we have done so much for you, man. We brought you in to our lives. The other folks putting you in the pound, man. He doesn't know how good he has it here. Is all I'm saying. Molly, just don't get me started on that. Don't get me started on old Molly. Great dog, but slightly insane. I always wonder what my dog were in past lives. I believe in that shit, so I'm always wondering what you know what Duke was in a past life. And Molly, I want to come back as a dog, or I want to come back as a bird, and not just any bird, but a bird that lives a long life. Because I don't want to come back and just be like here for two years. Of course, I don't get reincarnated again. Come okay, but I'm getting ahead of myself. I want to focus on my next life. The life after that, I'll focus on then. I want to focus on this life, next life, and I want to be a bird that just is found in the mountains in like Norway. I'm gonna have. I should have looked that up. I, mean, I will. You know what? It's gonna be exciting. We're gonna have a. We're gonna go on a road trip on the old information super highway. We're going to look that up. We are going to look that up. Okay, here we go. Uh, birds that are found. Birds that are blue. No. Birds that are found. Oh, wait a second. In. There's so many choices here. No. Birds found in Sikkim. S-I-K-K-I-M. I want to go to Sikkim. Birds found in the mountains in Norway. 
All right, here we go. Look at this, huh? List of birds, Norway. Hold on a second here. Well, what are some birds that live in the mountains? Okay, here we go. That's even better. That got me right there. I knew I'd find this. What birds live in high mountains? Okay, let's. Uh, do I want? Let's see. What are some birds that live in the mountains? Among those that are particularly associated with the mountains or typical uh, mountain forest are the spruce, grouse, grouse. Ugh! Ugh! Excuse me. The goshawk, the Cooper, uh, Cooper's hawk, a sharp-shinned hawk. Ooh, a great gray owl. I like that one. I'm a, or, or I could be a, a woodpecker. A three-toed and black-backed woodpecker. I could be a Williamson sapsucker. <laughs> uh, or a Clark's nutcracker. I would be a gray owl. What, 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 okay, hold on. What birds live in the high mountains? What goes on in the high mountains? Of the many species of birds that drive, that thrive at altitude, including, uh, is that passerines and hummingbirds? Waterfowl are very geographically widespread. Indeed, both the Himalayas and the Andes are home to a wide variety of endemic waterfowl. So I guess hummingbirds are found in the high mountains. I'll be a hummingbird or a passerine. Or the great gray owl. Let's get an let's get an image on the old great gray owl. Oh, I bet you he's fantastic. Great. Look at that. First thing to pop up is the great blue heron. Why? Great gray. Ah, there we go. And birds. Look at that guy. He's a handsome fella. What a good bird. Look at him. You know what? I'm going to come back as this guy. That's what I want to come back as. The Great Gray Owl. I also like the... Uh, I also like saying the name. But this is dope. This is a dope-looking creature. If you get a chance, go on uh, Google. I could probably Pinterest it, too. And look up Great Gray Owl. And that's what I want to come back as. Look at the eyes on this sucker. A fantastic beast. Is it? Let's. Uh, you know what? You're here. I'm gonna go. Just let's see here. Hold on. Great gray owl identification. All about birds. Okay. You know, don't look at him. I want to get some uh, size and shape. The great gray owl is one of the tallest owls. It has broad wings and a long tail. Look at him. They are big-headed owls with a large facial disc. That's awesome. Hey, man, don't mind me and my large facial disc. They dwarf most other owls in size, but not by weight. Their bulk is mostly made of feathers. Females are larger than males. I'm okay with that. I don't give a shit about that. I'm going to just be happy that I made it through... To the other side, and I came back as a, 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 a great gray owl. Color pattern. Great gray owls are silvery gray overall. Look at this fella with his large facial disc. The yellow eyes shine through the fine gray and brown concentric circles of the facial disc. God, there it is again. 
two pale arcs form an X between the eyes. There it is. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Get a chance. Google this. Holy shit, this is a beautiful creature. Across the neck sits a white bow tie marking with a black center. Yeah, look at that. Their bill, if visible, is yellow. Males and females look similar. All right, behavior. Let's see what I'm like. I do not call attention to myself, and I tend to avoid areas with people. Fantastic! God, I'm going to love living like this. They quietly perch on the edges of meadows or forest openings and are nearly invisible despite their size. Great grace, we hunt at night and during the hours before dawn and dusk. And then they quietly fly low on broad wings over meadows, watching and listening for small mammals. Can you imagine that? Living in Norway, on the quiet perch of a, of a meadow or a forest opening, just hanging my, with my facial disc. They, they spend their time in dense evergreen pine and fir forests with small openings or meadows nearby. This is amazing. They also live in subarctic swampy evergreen forests dotted with bogs or other openings. Listen, it sounds like the the old GGO, the great gray owl. It sounds like this is great. Like I yeah, this just sounds like I like the temperature. You know, I'm just hanging out by myself. I'm watching the forest, looking for mammals to eat. But otherwise, just hanging out. I don't see any down I don't see any downside to this yet. That's it. I mean, I like to know what I uh I mean, let's see, here you go. Both sexes in measurements. I am lar- I will be larger than a great horned owl in size, but not in weight, and I'm smaller than a bald eagle. You know? Right between a crow and a goose, uh as this um this key. Here on this page is helping me. So right between a crow and a goose as far as size goes. Smaller than a bald eagle. But larger than a great horned owl. This is fantastic. Look at that. Look at his eyes. It's a, what a beautiful creature. That is great. Okay. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. How long do I live for? We got that anywhere? Okay, I'm going to go on Wikipedia while I got you here. I mean, come on. Tell me this isn't fun. You know a lot more about Great Grey Owl than you did before. All right, here we go. I'll search Wikipedia. What's, uh, what is today's featured article on here? Energy is sustainable. If needs, uh, See, they're talking about the climate. I think it's too late on that. We'll get into that some other time. Great... Gray Owl. There he is again. Holy smokes. All right, let's find... I just want to find out about um, how I... Uh, how I uh, oh, look, Wikipedia is much better. What are some of the threats to me? Look at this. They got feeding what I eat. I hunt from a low listening post, which can be a stump or a fence post. They're large facial discs. Also known as Ruffs. Focus on... Oh, man, I'm a, I'm a badass, dude. This is great. I am a badass. Just closed my rings on my iPhone. Crushing it. 
All right, I like the more visible, you know, huh? You know, oh, where are they found? Let's hold on a second. So threats, what, what am I scared of? The harvest of timber from the great, great allies, perhaps the greatest threat of species. Intensified timber management typically reduced. Oh, look at that. Look at that. The, the, my trees are getting cut down by timber management. That's fantastic. That's great. I'm going to become an environmentalist and save this guy. He is awesome. Livestock grazing in meadows. Or, livestock grazing in meadows also adversely affect great great owls by reducing habitat for preferred prey species. Oh, fuck that. Oh, I have territorial issues. It says right here. Territorial behavior. Great great. I'm not aggressive as most other alpha predators. That, that doesn't surprise me. They are less likely to attack each other or potential threats that are large predatory birds. They do not protect a large nesting territory, nor do they defend hunting territories through aggression. As an exception, the female is aggressive in protecting eggs and owlets. Owlets? Oh, that's adorable. She is uh, especially alert and aggressive when fledglings first leave the nest, but yet cannot fly, and thus are extremely vulnerable. This lack of territorial aggressiveness makes the great gray owl difficult to find in the field. Most owls respond to, uh, respond to our, their own species calls if played back in a nesting territory. Great gray owls will often ignore such calls. That's great. I love it. They also do not flush every time a human approaches or drives past. The great gray owl often remains still even if a human is nearby and therefore they are often overlooked or unnoticed. The great gray owl is the provincial bird, the provincial bird of Manitoba. This is great. Oh man, a captive wild injured great gray owl, Boris, resides at the Alaska Raptor Center in Sitka, Alaska. Boris was found north of Anchorage with a trauma on his right wrist, leaving him flightless. Uh, poor bastard. Well, I'll tell you, man, this is amazing. The great gray owl. I'm gonna post a picture on the on all the platforms tonight, so you can see what the hell I'm talking about. Please look out for me on uh, <clears throat> on Facebook. Sorry about this. I don't know where this is coming from. I just uh, um, I, maybe it's the water. I don't know. And anyhow, you can find me on Facebook. Something with Tim has its own page. I gotta get more content on there. I promise I will. Coming very soon. Also, you can find me on Facebook as well. Timothy Monahan, if you so choose. And for those folks who have uh, listened to the show from the gutter, my other uh, social uh, platform, thank you for making me a part of your life and becoming a friend of the show. I really appreciate it. Not only is it election day tonight, it is also um, game six of the World Series. And I'm calling it now. I'm calling it now and I won't deny it later. I believe the Astros win tonight. I believe it goes seven games. I believe the I believe the Astros win. I don't see I don't see the Braves winning. When they went up four nothing the other night in a game that if they won that game, it's it's over. Um, 
the Astro, they, 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 they couldn't put the nail in the coffin. And uh, I just think that's, I think that was big. I think that was huge to not win that game. To start the game off with a grand slam, 4 nothing, bottom of the first, in a series that's just been bullpen, you know, just whoever's in the bullpen warm up, whatever good fresh army got, not much strategy as far as that goes. I, I, you should have put him away that night, and I don't think, uh, I don't see the, I don't see the Astros losing anymore. I think the losing's over. They're going home. The only to the only stadium that will actually cheer for him, you know, where they're where they're beloved, and they're going to win it there. And if they're not, then I, what the hell am I talking about? I had the, I had the Rays and Dodgers with the Rays winning. The team that beat the Rays also lost to the Astros. So I mean, I got no horse in the race. But I think it's going. I think it's going seven, and I think the Astros are winning, and I think the Braves should have won that night. And this all could be null and void if they win tonight. I'm gonna so wish I'm right. I have no confidence. No, I do. Of course, I wouldn't say it if I didn't believe it. Right? Again, thank you uh, also to anyone who has reached out and uh, reviewed the show. You can review the show. You can also leave a message. Uh, for the show as well, um, if you go on, if you if you're listening on Anchor or you go on Anchor. dot com, look for the show, something with Tim, and uh, there'll be little there'll be buttons for you. I'm not sure what your dashboard looks like. Look at me, technical terms, old Timmy technical terms, but the, no 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 Timothy technical terms. I'm no longer Tim or Timmy, Timothy technical terms. Old Timothy technical terms. Way too many syllables. And T's. Well, I don't know what your dashboard looks like, but there is a way to leave a message for the show. I'll play it. This way you can become part of my uni. By uni, I mean universe. I'm one of those guys that says uni. Before we get out of here, I just want to say one thing. The sponsor. I want to thank the sponsor. I'm not going to lie to you, I didn't know I, I, I was going to say that, but I had lost it. I'm learning now as I get older, or it also could be the holes in my brain. I will lose thoughts like that. It's gone. Like, not like, it's gone into the ether. I knew that I had to bring up the sponsor, and I was like, alright. And I drew a blank. Luckily, it came right back up. And I have no filter, and I'm not going to edit this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the sponsor of the show, Maestro's Classic Beard Wash. Beard Wash by Maestro's Classic. This week, I'm going to talk about the beard wash and the beard wash only. Um, because it is something that you need to know about. Maestro's Classic is a local, not a local, it is a family-owned um company and about a year ago I said to myself you know what self I'm going to grow this bad boy out and people said well what about jobs and I said what about them I grow my beard out any way I want no one's my boss anyway I've grown this thing out and and now it's become a thing it's very bulky it's very very fine and it needs to be maintained. And I said, man, what do I do? Where do I go? You know, who do I rely on to take care of my nest that's growing on my chin? 
I tried all the leading brands. None of them worked. I found this little thing all the way at the end of the aisle called Maestro's Classic Beard Wash. And I'll tell you, it's changed my life. Do it once every other day. Throw the soap in your hands. Lather it up. Go through the beard all the way down to the roots. Rub it in. It's good for the skin underneath. It's good for the beard itself. It's good for the roots of your hair, too. Makes them feel really, really soft. So please, please, if you do anything with your beard, use Maestro's Classic Beard Wash. It comes in a stubby little bottle. It's an adorable bottle. It's a great brand. And I don't think you'll be upset with me for bringing this up to you. Oh, by the way. Oh, man, I hate that. I hate oh, by the way. Anyway, it's it's been a long one, but I don't like that. Oh, by the way. And oh, by the way, did you know? Don't get away from me. Leave me alone. That and you have to. You have to see this. Do I? I don't want to. No, 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 no. You have to watch this. You've got to watch this clip on YouTube. You have to see this movie. You have to go to this. You have to buy this. You have to get it. I hate all that. I hate that saying. My show's classic available anywhere your beard need products are sold. I'm not sure that's accurate. I've only seen it at Target. It's at Target or go to myshowsclassic.com and uh, get yourself some fresh beard stuff, dude. You owe it to yourself and your beard needs it too. Maestro's Classic Beard Wash. See? See how easy that was? It's fun. It's really fun. I'll be back sometime later this week. Don't know when. Don't know why. Sometimes I don't know why. <laughs> but I'll be back sometime later this week. To talk about the trials and tribulations of Timothy Monaghan. <laughs> Until then, I love y'all! Bye-bye.